0: Zach Wilson and the New York Jets ruined Brickishaw ferguson Day. That's that title of this episode, and that's essentially what happened on Sunday against the New England Patriots, where the Jets lost 22-17, mostly due in part to Zach Wilson's three inexcusable interceptions. They ended a four-game winning streak. There was a lot of hype built around this game, But anyway, before I get into everything else, I just want to talk a little bit about DeBrickishaw Ferguson, since it was his day. And Zach Wilson and the rest of the Jets ruined it. So DeBrickishaw Ferguson was a starting left tackle for the Jets for like my whole life, 10 years, missed one snap. And he only missed that snap because it was a trick play. I mean, everyone's already heard this. First round pick in 2006, him and Nick Mangold both went the first round for the foundation for, you know, those teams that went on AFC championship runs. They were also both on that 2016 team that just fell one game short of the playoffs. Uh, 2006, the Jets made the playoffs. 08, they had a good team with Favre, and then they collapsed late. So they were there for a lot of good Jet football, and he was pretty much there my whole life as a kid growing up. He had open-heart surgery as a kid. I never knew that. He had a heart murmur he at college he was a four-year starter at uva he was a saxophone soloist at his soloist in college at his baptist at the uva baptist church who's a college kid that goes to church on sunday and not only goes to church but plays saxophone and contributes to the the service like what a dude um and just like his teams were so good. He's a Long Island kid. He's from Freepoint, Freeport, New York. He's a Nassau County kid. And for him to get the respect he deserves and that, you know, the place in the ring of honor, I can't think of another Jet who deserves it more. Um, and also for Winston Hill's, last thing I'll say, for Winston Hill's grandson to be there, um, Winston Hill was the starting left tackle for the Jets when they won the Super Bowl with Joe Namath. Winston Hill was a HBCU product, actually was a huge tennis player, got really big in college and decided to play football. But for them to be in that same conversation, not only I think is it appropriate, but I think it also shows how highly regarded DeBrichishaw Ferguson is in that in the Jets organization. And I'm really glad that he got that honor. But anyway, Zach Wilson and the Jets ruined DeBrickishaw Ferguson Day. So, for now on in these recap episodes, um, I'm going to talk about my keys to the game that were in the preview. And we're going to, you know, cross reference them, have some accountability for myself to see if those keys followed through. They're major parts of the game. And oh boy, yes, they were. I was right. I hit the nail on the head. Even though I did not predict the correct outcome, my keys to the game were pretty spot on. First key to the game. Robert Sala versus Bill Belichick. But honestly, it should be coaching staff versus coaching staff. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots proved once again that they are a superior coaching staff and one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. They just do all the little things right. They don't miss tackles. They know how to work the clock, run have long, nice possessions. They don't get away from their offensive identity. They ran the ball 27 times with their running backs against a good Jets defense. It helps when you have the lead, too, um, for parts of the game. But aside from that, they they didn't get away from the run. And it wasn't really working out for them for the first half of the game and even for parts of the third quarter. And they even had more penalties than the Jets, they still found a way to win. Go to the jets coaching staff you have terrible tackling there are many instances where Ramondre stevenson Damian harris i mean nelson aguilar johnny smith you know get extra yardage and first downs a lot of the time because the jets miss tackles there's one instance where quincy williams tries to get this huge blow-up hit on Ramondre stevenson when he's like six yards short of the first down marker stevenson breaks the tackle and runs for a first down it's like what are you doing third down dude you gotta get off the field Jets couldn't get off the field on third down Pats were six and 19 on third down and they're one for two on fourth down and that fourth down conversion was huge it was for a touchdown and I mean the costly penalties I don't I mean they always talk about the Jets playing with violence and they might play with violence but they don't play under control that roughing the passer penalty on Mac Jones, I I hate to say it because you know it was a pick six the other way. The Jets were going to be up seventeen to three, going into the half. Just a huge play for Salah, his defense, and honestly for the Jets in general. Just like a huge highlight, explosive play. And JFM just can't help himself. He he explodes into Mac Jones way after he let go of the ball. That's it. You know they say that the NFL is the not fun league. That it's soft, but it's like, hey, this is the game you play in now. And you know, JFM honestly owned up to it in the post post game. He was like, you know, my opinion doesn't matter. Um, I can't play any slower, but you know, it's the hammer dealt, and that's the game it is. And I love he's playing physical. He had a great game. He had, he actually had a sack early on and some nice tackles, but it's like, come on, control yourself. Like, and you know, I see I I don't see any discipline from Sala. He instead he's yelling at the ref when he should look at the you should look at the, the call. I mean, it's just frustrating, I guess, from a defensive perspective, because you're right, you can't slow down, but it was the right call. It was a consistent call. I don't want to say the right call, but it's a consistent call that we've seen throughout the league this year, especially when all of that stuff is really on hyper watch, hyper focused by the media, by the players, everything like that stuff has to stop. And then what the Patriots did was they stuck with their identity, ran the ball twenty seven times. The Jets, fifteen total carries between Michael Carter, James Robinson, and Ty Johnson. Zach Wilson threw the ball forty-one times. Like I get it. You're you know, you're down two scores. At one point at sixteen, ten, you could still run the ball. And there were instances where, you know, in the first half and third quarter, the Jets were still getting around four or five yards a carry. Then they're throwing on second and five, second and six, making it third and seven, third and eight. And normally you would expect a quarterback to handle those situations well, and we'll get to that, how our quarterback didn't. But I would have liked to see the Jets commit to the run game more. I would have liked to see Michael Floor commit to the run game more. And, you know, he talks about getting Braxton Barrios involved. He didn't get a carry. What about Elijah Moore? He, he's ran the ball before. you No, doesn't get a carry. So disappointing on that end, the Jets moving away from their offensive identity, which has really been ground and pound football. Take the pressure off Zach Wilson get him in a manageable down to distances and they actually did that for a better part of the game and this takes us to our second key, Zach Wilson versus the Pat secondary. <sighs> tough 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 day for Zach Wilson. I mean Michael Four had set up you know a lot of you know tri- trips, a lot of bunches, a lot of rub routes, crossing patterns. Kind of break down the man cover, man coverage heavy Patriots, and Zach Wilson failed to find them. And I mean, I like I had to see. This is this is the worst part of the whole day. My my mass hole friend, who uh, big Patriots fan, big Boston everything guy, texting him earlier in the week about this Patriots team, and he texts me during you know we we're jabbing through the week, and he texts me on Saturday. Zach Wilson's going to be seeing ghosts. In reference to Sam Darnold's Monday Night Football Meltdown. And probably one of the most tragic audio clips in football history. And then, you know, the third pick. He just had to emphasize it, and I just see it on my messages. But the nightmare continues. And, you know, Zach really had a strong first half. You know, he was getting flushed out of the pocket still, but he was finding open receivers. He was getting the ball away. He wasn't taking sacks. I mean, he finished seven to ten, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Like in that touchdown drive and the first drive where they got the field goal, Zach was impressive. He definitely missed a lot of easy throws, especially in the flat and checkdowns, which we'll also get to. This is just inexcusable. Bunch to Michael Carter and a couple balls also getting tipped the line. You got to find passing lanes better. But there were some promising moments from Zach Wilson in this game. There's definitely a lot he's going to learn. And we'll get to this, too. I'm not ready to jump ship on him. You know, this is his 18th career game. It's not looking great. He had a terrible game. And the loss, I feel like, is, you know, it's everyone wins. In the NFL, you win and lose together. But if Zach Wilson doesn't throw a pick, or maybe just throws one, I think the Jets could win that game. But anyway, the three picks that Zach Wilson had all come from his inability To handle pressure. And this inability to handle pressure brings me to key number three the trenches. Now, this is always going to be a key. Patriots were missing their top defensive tackle, they're missing their starting center. And the Jets' D line delivered six sacks. I mean, what what more could he ask for? I mean, and for them being on the field for so long, I mean, the Patriots had like 35 minutes of possession. And late in the game, when they're up a couple, when they're up a double, when they're up two scores, yeah, the the run's going to start working again because that defense is exhausted. But the defensive line, and I think the whole defense and the secondary included, you know, really prove that they are the backbone of this defense, the of this team. I mean, but those Zach Wilson picks, I feel like a lot of it was he's getting under pressure, or he's not. Or he's feeling pressure, and he's getting anxious and nervous, flustered. He's throwing off his back foot because of that pressure. His eyes are on the line and not downfield. And for some reason, you know, missing their bestie tackle, we still decide to not, you know, run the football. And the Jets run defense. I mean, the offensive line. No, they're getting four or five yards of carry. Michael Carter could bounce off a guy here and there, but... Anyway, But I mean, his interceptions, a lot of them I just feel like came from holding the ball too long. It wasn't anything the Patriots did in particular. Um, There was no tip balls. It was literally just Zach Wilson throwing it to Patriot defenders. It was... I mean, just... Just awful, and it all came when he was under pressure. And I mean, this season when he's throwing under pressure, he's thirteen of 42, 20, completing only twenty-eight percent of his passes for one hundred eighty-seven yards. He's two touchdowns and two interceptions. He got sacked twice. One time he ran into a guy because of a Matthew Judon, uh, a stunt with him and Lawrence Guy, and the other time. Michael Carter messed up a block on Josh Uche. Messed up the chop block. He didn't fully commit to you know sticking him in the chest, which he should have done. Um, so I won't blame him for the sacks necessarily. That was just good on the pass D and bad on Michael Carter. But I mean, the interceptions, I mean, if you look at the first one, if you look at the first interception. He makes the right read. He's going to his check down to Ty Johnson. But he's got Judon and another player coming off the coming off from the right tackle where Elijah Vera Tucker would have been. And he goes off his back foot from the pressure, rattles his rhythm, and he floats a terrible, terrible ball right into the hands of the linebacker. Like literally Matthew Judon comes clean off the edge. He doesn't step, Zach Wilson doesn't step into the ball at all. And it floats over Ty Johnson's head for interception. And what makes that interception even worse? What makes that Zach Wilson interception even worse is it was on a third and two. After your team got a fourth down stop in the red zone against the Patriots? Like that can't happen. You need some type of points there. You can't give them the ball right back, especially on a third down. Third and two. It's the money down. It's it's mind-boggling. I mean, it's his 18th game. I'm I'm still rooting for him. I still think he can be a good player in this league, but yesterday was just he looked young. He looked green. I and mean, maybe it's that Patriots vortex. Who knows? But it it was it was ugly. And that third pick. Don't even get me started about this third interception. Oh, not even, Oh, wait. We saw the second interception to talk about. I mean, that second pick. Like, dude, if you're gonna throw it out of bounds, throw it out of bounds. Don't don't throw it in the field of play where a guy can still make a play on it. And even worse on the second pick. Um, I'm watching it right now. It's a play action rollout. And Uzama's blocking the defensive end on the edge. But Uzama's supposed to trickle out in the flat, kind of like a delayed route. And Uzama doesn't do a great job of getting into his field of view, into Wilson's field of view. But at the same time, Zach, Zach does. I feel like Zach couldn't make that throw. I mean, Judon does a great job of delaying Uzama's attempt to get out in the flat. Because if he gets in the flat, it's a ten yard. It's a ten yard gain. It's most like, it's going to be a first down. But Uzama doesn't get in his field of view, and Zach Wilson, you know, doesn't fully commit to throwing the ball away because he's he's tired of it. And I get it. He wants to make plays. He wants to contribute. But you got to live to. You got to live to play another down. So good job on Matthew Judon disrupting that delay there by cj uzama but uzama's got to do a much better job of getting into zach wilson's vision i mean zach's looking at him and he still hesitates and doesn't throw the ball i think that matthew judon guy's got a big piece of property in zach wilson's head just from what happened last year and anytime judon had pressure on zach he actually had a turnover like the first one and the second one all right now let's go to the third pick which i think is by far the worst one it's I mean, it's it's frustrating to see a young quarterback struggle under pressure like this, you know, in simple man coverage. I mean, the Patriots are just daring, you know, Zach Wilson to beat them. And the floor there, he actually called a very nice play. Jeff Smith was wide open. He was wide open. And just because of the pressure, Zach couldn't find him and try to do something. And you know with him, he totally regressed decision making wise. He missed a wide-open receiver on 3rd and 7. It's 3rd and 7 there. He hits Jeff Smith or even scrambles. Throws the ball away. Could have been 4th and 2 if he doesn't get the first down. But also, you know, there still is a 4th and 7 because you're going to go for it here. You're down 9 points with 12 minutes left. So don't try to make a play on 3rd and 7. Live to play another down. And that's something Zach has to learn. And I'm sure he's going to look back and cringe at all this tape. But Lafleur, I thought had a very good play call and Zach Wilson just simply didn't execute it. So that's why the third interception is by far the worst because it could have been great. And also it was third and seven dude, throw away. You can, you're going to go for it on fourth. And if they didn't, that's another problem, but it didn't even get to happen. <sighs> so those are my keys to the game. The jets, In every respect, except on the defensive line, failed in their keys to the game. And where the Jets kind of succeeded, I mean, Zach Wilson didn't. The Patriots' defense didn't do anything really special to get to Zach Wilson. It was Zach Wilson making his own errors to cause those interceptions, which is frustrating and, you know, 18th game and all. I'm not all the fans who are, you know, wanting to jump ship, get rid of him, talking about signing Lamar Jackson in the offseason. No, we got this kid. I mean, he is Sala and Joe's guy. As long as those two are there, he's there. Because if Zach doesn't work out, their jobs are gone. Sala and Joe Douglas are gone. If Zach Wilson doesn't work out. So I think they have faith in him. And I have faith in Zach to get better, but, you know, yesterday I was, I think like all Jeff fans were all pretty upset. And I mean, there's a lot of instances where Zach could have done better. I mean, that fourth and five, um, still down nine after a pretty decent drive. Zach Wilson has the opportunity to scramble and run for the first down. Doesn't forces the ball to Tyler Conklin, um, other bad areas a missed field goal heartbreaking i really think the game really turned around though and obviously everyone wants to look at the pick six that got called back but it really is they're just getting the interception on mac jones and going three and out right away like that the winning teams don't do that winning teams get a field goal they get a touchdown they they capitalize on their they capitalize on that or they can at least flip the field, move the chains, run some clock, keep the ball out of the other team's hands, and get your defense some rest. Um, so the Jets did not play good complimentary football yesterday. They just didn't play a good game. They look bad. Zach looks I mean, all the off platform throws, the stuff that's like super exciting. It's like that's not off platform. He's throwing off his back foot. He looks like Jake Cutler. Like it's gross. We don't want Jay Cutler. I was rewatching the game was brutal. I mean, Zach never looked comfortable in there. And it's unfortunate because this offensive line just hasn't been able to stay healthy. So it really hurts to evaluate Zach um, and this offense without those things. Some positives, though, and maybe to put this game into perspective. Some positives. The defense. I mean, they caused some turnovers. They should have had they should have had three total with the pick six coming back. And Jacob Martin had a strip sack that got recovered by the Patriots. That would have been a huge uh point in the game. CJ Mosley dropped an interception right in his chest pretty early in the fourth quarter, which you know would have gave the Jets a good position, another opportunity to score. Six sacks, you'd love to see it. Michael Clemens got his first sack. Nate Shepard got a sack. And, you know, the amount of times the Patriots had the ball, which was 35 minutes and 34 seconds. And I think the Patriots started three of their drives in Jets territory. To hold the Pats to five field goals is pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. And, I mean, this defense, they're so good and hungry. Like, they still feel like they need to do more to help this team win games. But they literally did everything they could um, aside from penalties and just, you know, heads-up plays by the Patriots. But watching DJ Reed and Quinn Williams post game presser, that was what really stood out to me. Like this defense is really just starting. Like they're really going to get better week after week. And I mean Sauce Gardner, another terrific game. He um, four targets, three catches, one yard, two huge tackles, one huge one on Jacoby Myers, another huge one on Johnny Smith in the red zone. Um, he's awesome. And the Patriots know he's awesome and barely threw his way. DJ Reed, lots of great tackles too. LaMarcus Joyner was exposed on a more sour note. Jordan White had a very quiet game. <sighs> Another positive though, Tyler Conklin, very reliable. He had two red zone touchdowns. You could really tell Zach Wilson is very comfortable throwing him the football. They seem to have a very nice rapport. He's got reliable hands, and his fumbling has gone away ever since he fumbled in Cleveland So, and Baltimore, so I'm glad he's he's gotten away from that. He's definitely becoming a fan favorite. Garrett Wilson, six receptions, 115 yards. He had a great first half, great start to the third quarter, was able to make great, great difficult catches. He had a huge completion on a third and seven, a nice throw from Zach Wilson. Um the Jets got him involved in jet sweeps. After they ran they're in the second one on a second and three, which or a second and four that got two yards where they didn't need that. Like running it up the middle of Carter and Robinson was working all day. They're getting three, four yards of carry on that. I just thought sometimes the Jets play calling got a little too cute, but Wilson looked great. He really went quiet in the fourth quarter. I think the Patriots definitely keyed in on him a lot because um, I think he is the Jets' best receiver. Uh, he's so dynamic in space. I really wish he would protect the football a little bit better. I think one of these games he's going to get stripped, just how he holds the ball in his forearm. That really worries me. Otherwise, great game, just you know, waiting for him to get in the end zone with Zach. Really see that Wilson-to-Wilson Wilson connection um, that we've been looking for, uh, the Wilson squared. Um, but kind of just put this game into perspective, jets are five and three in november (laughs) like what the jets are five and three in november so we can hesitate to really push the panic button it's not throw away zach wilson like a used toy i mean this team has already exceeded my expectations and i'm sure it's exceeded all of your expectations as well being five and three in november and we're still talking about them we're not talking about mock drafts we're not looking at uh we're not watching college football for the next big prospect. Like we're talking about, hey, we got Buffalo next week. It's a big division game. We need to win, keep our playoff hopes alive. We're a month away from playing meaningful games in December. Just got to handle business in November first before we can do that. But I mean, five and three, the Colts lost again in the AFC. We're still in the playoffs if the season started to if the season ended today. Zach Wilson's got to figure it out. And you know, losing the Pats with all the hype put into that game. Fans getting to the stadium early, MetLife's gonna be rocking, you know, sports media going all and it's like this is this is the revenge game, 54 to 13, they're at home in our place. You know, a lot of hype was built. It was the hottest ticket in New York over the weekend, this Jets game. So with all the hype going into it and how our star, our future, our hope and Zach Wilson just literally fell straight on his face and had one of his worst games of his career again against the Patriots. Um, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And you could tell it hurt him a lot just for how abrupt he was in his press conference. And it really seemed like he was still running through every single moment of that game in his head while he was talking to the press. Um, if you go back and watch it, but this team is a legitimate defense. They have a legitimate defense. Special teams is inconsistent, but they're well-coached. They had a bad day yesterday, but I think they're a well-coached unit with a lot of talented players. And The offense and Zach Wilson just need to figure it out. They need to stick to their identity. They need to find a way to run the football and run it effectively. Get Zach manageable down distances. And take the pressure off of him. We love for him to make those scrambling plays out of the pocket. Like that throw to Garrett Wilson in the first quarter was awesome. But you're not going to get five or six of those in a game. It's like one or two, two or three of those big plays. Otherwise, Zach, we just need you to find the open man and hit him. We need you to throw the ball away and not take sacks. That's all we need from you at the end of the day. Don't turn the ball over. That's all we need from you at the end of the day, Zach Wilson. So if the Jets get stick to their identity and lean on that defense, I think we'll be okay going down these next couple games. We got a huge test on Sunday, home against the Buffalo Bills. And maybe, just maybe, we can just end the suffering.